And then behind those two things, behind the shadow and the anima and the animus, there's a final archetype, which is the archetype of the self. And that's, Jung believed that the self was what you were as a totality. And that's a hard thing to understand, but, but you could think about it this way. You could think about the self as the, as the total of what you are now, plus the total of all those things that you could still be. So it would be you as a reality, plus you as potential. And that's a strange idea, right? Because we don't really know how to understand the idea of potential as modern empirical people because potential virtually by definition is not yet manifest and also not a straightforward thing to either measure or conceptualize by the same token everybody acts as if they have potential unrealized potential and so Jung generated up a category to account for that which he felt was expressed in all sorts of symbolic ways so for example the wise old man like, like the wizards in, in the movies that all of you have seen in the last five years it's always the same wizard sometimes it's even the same actor it's like that's an archetype of the wise old man and for Jung Christ was an archetype of the self as well and I, I told you why that was to some degree and it's partly because the phoenix is also an archetype of the self because the phoenix is something that can die and be reborn and so the phoenix stands for the part of your personality that can let one thing go one part of you which is an alive part can let that go and burn up so to speak so that something new can be born because you very seldom gain something before you let something else go that's partly because what you already assume can be the worst impediment that you have to, to, to learning something new and it's complicated because sometimes what you know worked in the past you know so you can think about that maybe you're a perfectly well adapted 11 year old and you're still acting that way when you're 15 it's like well it's hard to let that go because it worked and you put a lot of effort into it but unless you let it go the new personality isn't going to be able to manifest itself so you have to stop being a child before you can be an adult and there's a sacrifice that goes along with that it's also a sacrifice that parents have to make right because in order for a parent to encourage you to adopt the responsibilities of an individual they have to allow you as a child to die and Freud's observation on that phenomena was that many parents and he believed this was particularly characteristic of mothers because of their tight bond with their children and the dependency that that implies that it was particularly difficult for a mother to let her child die so that an adult could manifest itself in that child's place and that's fundamentally in many ways the Oedipal complex okay so now I'm going to show you some of these things again because the thing about Jung is that it's not easy to understand what he has to say and it's not a simple thing to explain it and his books are complicated uh, although I don't think they're any more complicated than they have to be like I don't think Jung is obscure I think he's just difficult and then beyond difficult he's actually frightening so there's lots of reasons that people don't like Jung 